0: believe in yourself reach out for your dreams don't surrender there is more than it seems hold on and fight follow your heart this is your way life is what you make of it hi this is dr joe luciani welcoming you to another session of self-coaching we're <laughs> i know i sound very enthusiastic this week um <laughs> uh, that's because i'm feeling great okay welcome to another session of self coaching. where real life emotional struggle whether it's depression anxiety relationship conflict losing weight or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed teaching you to become your own best coach sorry for the the levity there but it's uh I really feel great. It's been it's been a long haul since Thanksgiving and and I know you've endured it with me and I've laid that on you but now you're getting a healthy and happy podcaster. Okay. <laughs> so today I decided a very important topic is rejection. Now I I doubt you will Find many people who have never experienced rejection. Show me someone who has never experienced rejection, and I'll show you a sociopath, someone without conscience or guilt. But we all, the rest of us, we know what rejection is all about. Now, anyone growing up, for example, you know, if you weren't picked for the team, I remember sitting on the curb in fourth, fifth grade, and not being picked for the punch ball team. And it's a devastating experience. And what what people don't realize is that rejection is is really the same mechanism in the brain as pain. So rejection is painful. We feel a broken heart in the same area of the brain as a, a broken arm or leg. And rejection comes in many shapes and sizes, but, but for today, we'll focus mainly on social rejection, but, you know, it can come in, whether it be socially or career-wise, but let, let's get into this, because rejection is rejection. It's no different if your coworkers don't invite you to join them for lunch, or, or, you, or you don't get that job you've been, you've been interviewing for, or perhaps one of the worst, when you're dumped by a romantic interest, pain is pain, and it can, and the pain of of really rejection can be paralyzing. It can affect us not only emotionally and cognitively, but physically. So we're talking about the implications of rejection now. Yes, rejection is a universal phenomenon, and yes, we as humans are more or less programmed to abhor being rejected now why would that be well think back to our ancestors traversing the african savannah and this was a a tribal evolution that took place and if you were in the tribe wouldn't it make sense that you would strive to be with the in-group in the tribe because the worst thing that could happen would be to be rejected by the tribe. if you were on your own without the tribal support, you probably wouldn't survive, nor would your genes have been handed down generation after generation. Perhaps we today uh, wouldn't have this this loathing and fear of rejection, but no, we became social animals, and we decided that being part of the tribe, was successful adaptation so those that used rejection as as a kind of a learning tool something that we want to avoid something that motivates us to kind of change our bad behaviors and conform in a way that helps us become accepted these these were the successful cave people that did pass down that rejection gene I mean, let's face it, human beings, you and I, we do have a fundamental need to belong. And it's no different than a need for food or water. We also seem to have just as strong a need for positive and lasting relationships. Now, you might say, well, there are some loners and there are people who don't seem to need anyone. Well, that that is what it appears to be on the surface but if we look at at the need for social and social relating we start to see that those that have experienced rejection those that have not been successful may become or may pull back further and further from trying they may give up so it becomes a defensive maneuver to become more isolated, I don't need anybody. Uh, who needs them? The heck with them! And we tend to develop an insulation against needing people in our lives. Now, these people, the loners, uh, the hermits—it's not necessarily true that they don't need people, but for some reason along their own personal evolutionary path, the the failures that they they experienced, the rejections that they experienced have convinced them that it's not worth it you know why bother so to protect their fragile ego further they pull away and they go into a turtle shell kind of life experience now there's nothing wrong with protecting yourself but unfortunately when when it's insecurity that determines that you're not up to it that you you can't find a way to be more acceptable then being in that turtle shell may offer the comfort of not feeling rejection, but it's a lonely place. It's not where you and I and all of our ancestors were meant to be. Because isolation seems to go against, you know, psychological equilibrium. We distract, we deflect, and we sink further into that shell, but it's not a happy life. And I know a lot of people that have experienced being ostracized, being rejected. You know, it's almost, it just seems almost that we can expect that there's a retaliatory response on their part, an aggressive response. You know, when we look at some of the crazy shootings and murders that go on, we have to assume that we're dealing with people who who really have experienced rejection, whose egos have been so bruised and they feel so isolated, that these people are in a chronic state of aggressiveness, anger, hostility. Again, these are the distancing emotions of defense. And if you've listened to my self-coaching podcasts, you know that I always begin with insecurity as the root. And insecurity is an unavoidable aspect of growing up in an imperfect world, not having perfect parents, et cetera, et cetera. And because of insecurity, we develop strategies of control. So, if growing up you're not picked for that punchball team, or you're not in with the group that you so desire, you might develop a compensatory defense of hostility pulling away deflecting that need and when there is rejection that get and it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy isn't it if if you're not if you're not picked for that punch ball team and you're not included in the group and you start to become a little bit angry and then a little bit hostile well, well, that changes your behavior. You become less socially desirable by others. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The more angry you get, the more hostile you get, the more rejection you experience, the more people don't like you. And it just spins on and on throughout your life. And these are the wounded people. These are people who have given up on trying to fulfill that need for inclusion, for friendship, for love. And yes, we do rely on our social group for a a form of survival. Now it's more of an emotional survival. But like I said, when we were walking the savannah something like two million years ago, that keen sense of wanting to avoid rejection served us then. And it serves us now, and I'd like to get into how it can serve us. As I talk about insecurity, keep in mind that we've all experienced and typically continue to experience rejection, some large, some small. But what differs from person to person is how long it takes to recover and how you deal with recovery. I mean, you can have someone who forgets to text you back. And for a healthy person, you know, you might be miffed for a few minutes. For someone who's got a very fragile ego, it may not be a few minutes. First, that may turn to anger. How dare they? What am I, chopped liver? It may go on for days. You may hold a grudge. And a lot of times, grudges are dictated by rejections or perceived rejections. and take a look at yourself how about when you when you feel a rejection how long does it take you to recover and and what what dictates coming right back to what dictates the length of time it takes you to recover is the level of insecurity that you're dealing with and and i would say and perhaps you'll agree that the greatest damage of rejection is self-inflicted we torture ourselves I mean, I know dealing with patients, especially a divorce, uh, there are situations that that are just so difficult, and we can get a bruised ego, or we can trash our self-worth and just, just get down in the dumps with how terrible we are, and to have not made the grade, or to not get that job, and and it just confirms what insecurity has been prattling with for years oh, i'm just not so good i guess i'll never make it and you can understand why it leads to hostility we get mad you know we don't we don't want the short end of the stick we don't want to not be liked and as i talk about rejection keep in mind that not all rejection is what i might call true rejection and this is very very important I would say most of the time, and I can't quantify this, but most of the time, you have to understand where the rejecting person or situation is coming from. If you didn't get that job, was it because you aren't worth that job? I remember when I, when I graduated college, I wanted to make some money. I had a degree in psychology, but you know, unless you go to graduate school, what do you do with a degree in psychology? So I applied to the training program at Merrill Lynch, and I was all hopped up about this. Yes, stockbroker making lots of money buying big cars and all that kind of stuff. Hey, I was only 21, 22, whatever it was. And I went through all the testing, and then I sat down with the interviewer afterwards. And they said, well, you just aren't the kind of person that would fare well in our program. Man. I felt horrible. Oh, no, the world is going to never be okay again. The sky has fallen. That's it. And and it took me a while, and I started to lick my wounds and just feel the sting of that rejection. But I can't remember how long it took me to recoup, but it was the catalyst for me ultimately going back to school. So on some level, it was that rejection, that enabled me to have the life i have today so not not all rejection has to do with uh, uh, a downslide of life sometimes it can be very catalytic remember the the cave person it can a rejection can be very catalytic in figuring out what you've done wrong in order to get reinstated in the tribe or a rejection can come from someone who is so distorted themselves that we can't accept their rejection as proof positive or an indictment on our own person. That person has a distorted view. If they don't like us, it may be because they're in competition with us. They're jealous of us. Who knows? But you see, you have to take the source, and you have to be really cognizant of the source. Where is it coming from? Because if you are indiscriminate and you let your insecurity drive you, then it doesn't matter, the source. You're, you're just going to feel terrible because you have to have everyone love you. And that's insecurity. The reality is it's not going to happen. And you must begin to see the objective truth. Now, this is really difficult because basically insecurity distorts. Insecurity distorts our feelings. We become defensive. So how do you see the objective truth? Well, you begin by taking a deep breath. You calm yourself down. You get over that recoiling of the rejection. And once you begin to simmer down, putting those feelings aside, you review what you're perceiving as a rejection. And you try to do this dispassionately. That means push those feelings out of this. Let's analyze what you're perceiving as a rejection. Okay, so how do we do that? Well, next, next, well, this week I'd like you to go to a grocery store. This is your homework. <laughs> and I want you to go to the, the fruit section. And I want you to stand between the apples and the oranges. And I'd like you to make a choice. Which seems better? Which do you prefer? Which do you think you'd like more? So let's say you pick the apple. Now. Should the orange feel rejected? Of course not. And why not? Well, if I'm picking the apple, it may just because I'm an apple person, don't like oranges. That apple looks appealing to me. I'd I'd like to eat it. But it has nothing to do with the orange. It's just this is what I am interested in. Same thing with, with relationships. You go out on a date, and the date doesn't work out. What's wrong with me? Why? Why didn't that person love me, like me, want to see me again? It's apples and oranges. It's chemistry. Some people are looking for the appleness in certain situations, and some people are looking for the orangeness in certain situations. So the fact that you weren't an apple in an orange person's eye. Hope you're not getting confused by, that, by the fruit the fact that you weren't an apple in an orange person's eye should not leave you feeling that you were rejected see there is a big difference because it really isn't about you it's about that other person's chemistry that other person's perceptions of what's important what we like what we don't like for some people unfortunately of course uh, it's compulsive there is a compulsive need to be liked you know, I call it the yes person, the pleaser. Again, always kind of connect these things to insecurity. If you are a pleaser, if you are a yes person, invariably you're going to work time and time and a half to get people to like you. You may become a chameleon and become what you think that other person wants to see in you. And you'll work and work and work. And you it may be very gratifying in that the other person really, really gets to give you what you're looking for. But you see, when you go home that night, of course, you're feeling, well, it's really nice to be liked. It's true, you weren't rejected. But who was accepted? Was it you or was it the performance, the persona? So there's always that unsatisfied feeling when you're persona, the the image that you portrayed wins the day and not you. It's, it's you know you need to have a pretty secure basis in order to risk, and I say that with quotes, to risk being yourself. But you don't want to pretend to be an apple if you're an orange, because eventually all this comes out in the wash and things don't work out as well. If you are an apple and people, and you meet a person who loves apples, this is going to be a good relationship. So be aware of compulsive pleasing. Be aware that as important as it is to be accepted and to avoid rejection, not all rejections are rejections. And it's very important. To an insecure person, the opposite is probably true. All rejections are rejections. And all rejections diminish our self-worth you need to be very careful if your self-worth has been wounded if growing up you weren't picked for the team you weren't the most popular and if this has been your legacy then of course it's very difficult for you to risk believing in yourself because then you know you start developing that persona you start developing Well, you you start to become a fake, a chameleon, and you lose track of yourself, your worth. And it only reinforces the insecurity because it's a defensive ploy. Once you get beyond seeing rejection as a blanket form of, well, for lack of a better word, as a blanket form of rejecting of you, once you start to see it in context, and that's important, to see it in context. First of all, where's it coming from? who is it coming from what's the chemistry i didn't get the job as a, uh, a stockbroker wasn't you know what if i had i would have been the worst stockbroker in the world that person did me the biggest favor of my life i wouldn't have found my path towards psychology so what's the context what's the truth the objective truth and sometimes now let's let's be fair Sometimes rejections are warranted. And yeah, maybe sometimes, you know, we tend to act like a jerk. People let us know. I don't like you because you're selfish. Well, sometimes you need to analyze that which is perceived as a rejection. And if it's true, now here's where you need to really not let insecurity drive you into a turtle shell, but here's where you need to make some adjustments. If you are a cave person, and the tribe doesn't like you because you make too much noise trampsing through the jungle and you're going to attract the saber-toothed tiger, well, you damn well better realize you've got to start walking more carefully. So the fact that you were rejected because you walked through the forest making a racket is a catalyst for you to start learning to walk more quietly. And then maybe the group will say, okay, let's give them another chance. And when you get that chance, you want to capitalize on that. You know, what are your real talents? Sometimes we're so involved in in that, you know, chameleon approach, that imposter that we feel sometimes being something we're not, we lose track of who we really are. So it's time to stop feeling like a fake. It's time to start feeling more courageous and trusting that in order to find the best path in life, the best path there can be, that we have to practice being who and what we are. We have to make adjustments when the who we are tends to take shortcuts or becomes manipulative or does other kind of uh, unsavory things. You need to be objective. You need to be truthful. But again, rejection is by its very nature a fundamental writing force in our lives. We need to be rejected when we behave poorly and when we are rejected for not behaving poorly we need to not personalize that we need to be able to understand the context and sometimes you know it's it's not it, again i want to reiterate when you have a long standing habit of insecurity that says that your your self worth is diminished and that you're not okay it's a very difficult thing to overcome it's very difficult but that doesn't mean you can't begin to neutralize that inaccurate perception of yourself it's a an antiquated perhaps childlike reflexive habit and if you feel compromised by your insecurity by your self-worth by your fear of rejection by that fear that makes you run through hoops to try not to be rejected, if you're you're forever struggling to avoid any rejection, if your self-worth is that diminished, then you need to take a deep breath and realize the habit of insecurity is steering all of this. And if you don't like yourself, if you don't feel you truly are or have self-worth, let me ask you a question. A very important question. What's stopping you? Uh, sounds like an easy question. You might think of 16 or 17 different peripheral things that are stopping you not having enough money, the job you don't want, the partner you don't like. But what's really stopping you from liking you, from appreciating you, from understanding you? Now, what's your answer? Think about it a second. What's stopping you? What's in the way? Of you embracing you. And you know, you may point to some, well, I never got this and I got rejected, and all that kind of peripheral stuff. But that's external stuff. People may reject you because of their own insecurities, and again, that's the context. But what's in your way? And the only conclusion you could come up with is that I'm in my way. I refuse to take that leap of faith and recognize that there's no reason. For me not to accept myself, there's no reason for me to feel diminished in self worth. It's just an old habit. So, if you have a reason, let's hear it. And if it's an objective reason, then let's start changing, start changing your behavior. If you're nasty to others for whatever reason, but again, insecurity driven or the hostility that comes from various uh, slings and arrows of rejection, whatever the reason, if you're hurting yourself, stop it if you're not doing something that allows your true self-nature to come forward if what's coming forward is a distorted insecure and defensive part of you well that's what needs to be changed you're not going to have everyone like you i'm not going to have everyone give me five stars reviews five star reviews for my books it would be nice maybe it would be nice if everyone liked you but it's just not going to happen Because you're not just dealing with yourself. You're dealing with the context of an outside world. A world where some people like oranges, some people like apples. So if you are an apple, I beg you, become more of your apple nature. Embrace it. Trust it. And by all means, stop flirting with the need to be an orange or a cucumber or or anything else. Be your apple. And I want you to be very, very cognizant of the fact that becoming your apple means overcoming the habits of insecurity. And like any habits, habits were learned and habits can be broken. See the truth. Keep coming back to the truth. Use your objective, discerning thinking to realize what that truth is. And realize the value of being an apple. And if you can't, you're deluding yourself. The value is there. You're okay, always have been. You just haven't been able to access it if you suffer. You are okay. There is nothing wrong with you. And if there is something objectively wrong with you, change it, redefine it, reinvent it. Just be a damn apple once in a while and be successful. And I wish you well with your appleness. Oh, I don't want to exclude the oranges. If you're an orange, I wish you well with your orangeness and uh i'd like you to visit my website selfcoaching.net where you can take a look at my books my latest unlearning anxiety and depression i call it unlearning because what we're talking about today just is the same thing it's recognizing that insecurity is a habit and it distorts and we need to unlearn those habits And by the way, if you want to communicate with me, please—I'd love to hear from you. It's self-coaching help, all one word, at aol.com. I'd love to hear from all the oranges and the apples and all of you people. So, until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle—it's not an option. By definition, victims are powerless, and you are not powerless. So remember, everything's hard until you make it simple. So join me every week. And what do you say we make it simple Believe together? In reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way. Love is what you make of it. Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it.